Um, hello and welcome to Live Lunch. Oh my gosh, what episode are we? I have no idea what episode Episode something. But we're here, that's um, But yeah, we are here. I'm joined by Matt Carvel. We're on episode eight, apparently. There we go. Um, oh yeah, we did talk about that before we started. Yeah, yeah, that. there we go. We are on episode eight and we are going to be discussing the topic of Brexit. Can I please just say that um, us having fish and chips, which is traditionally British, is not us supporting any <laughs> side like this. It's not like a subliminal. Yeah, we don't know where the fish is from. Yeah, that's true. The fish could be from somewhere in Europe, so. Um, Probably yeah. not a landlocked country, but. No. Apart from that. Yeah, but there we go, fish and chips, that's what we're having today. Um, so. I hear that you, you might need to run off. Um, yes, I'm here, but you never know. I might have to shoot out at any moment because, you know, we are expecting a baby. So I yeah. have actually got my, I've actually got my phone here, just, just in case. But hopefully we'll make the half hour. But it's unlikely, but it's possible. There's the drama for today's episode. And that is totally cool. Do you have a name? Uh, no, we don't, we don't know where we're going either. So, um, oh, yeah, yeah we've had to sort of come up with more than one name which is even more difficult wow. um, so uh, yeah so. you yeah. can um, we're open to suggestions yeah okay um won't listen to them but we're open to them <laughs> got a, a baby name for either boy or girl send it in um we are covering the topic of brexit but it is also actually halloween um, yeah we could say this is not like a halloween yeah. special episode we could just fast forward a bit the brexit and just Halloween. <laughs> but we will talk about Halloween before we, uh, we before we finish today. Um, but back to what happened on Sunday. Could mm-hmm. you give me a thirty-second overview, thirty-ish seconds? Yeah. So Joel, really, well, covered a lot of ground, really, um, and especially in terms of this is Brexit is something that obviously is all around us all the time in terms of the news coverage, uh, but it affects people in different ways. For some people, it is just something that is now annoying and, you know, it just people are fed up with it. For other people, actually, this has caused real um, division uh, in, in family, in friendship groups, in the office. It's, 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 it's caused people uh, relational difficulty, how to navigate it with pe- different people voting in different, in different ways, even within a family. Um, mm-hmm. And also also in terms of for many people because of um because of their nationality or because of the their job and the, the where they work uh, there are real pra- practical things that have suddenly even though we are still in the eu and, and nothing has has changed in one sense but actually a lot has changed already in terms of how people are businesses have to try and navigate this and although uncertainty has has made a lot of people's lives very very difficult and so mm-hmm. when we're talking about uh, anxiety uh, there's that element of uh, anxiety about what's going to happen in the future but also <laughs> it's about stress and anxiety of what's happening now what's going to happen with my family what's going to happen with my job and these are things that are really real to people mm-hmm. and uh, it's important for us all to acknowledge that and not just think oh this is just something that's you know it's happening uh, in in the, the houses of parliament no this is something that's happening on on our streets as well so mm-hmm. joel was um, talking about that and talking about how <clears throat> You know how we should we respond to it as Christians? You know, is God on one side or the other? And and uh, Joel spent a good amount of time sort of making the case that there there is good Christian reasons uh, to support either either side in in the referendum vote. Um, and so we shouldn't, uh, as a Christian, think, "Well, God's on our side." And there's a temptation to do that. Mm-hmm. And and with with this issue pol- politically, as well as as anything, really, just think because I think something surely god must think that too and just align but mm. it's more more complicated than that 
So where we got into the Bible was in Psalm 46, mm-hmm. and uh, Joel really directed our attention to the word though. So it, because it talks about um, difficulty in life, nations rising and falling and that sort of thing, but it but the word though, it means it's, that is expected. Though these things happen, mm-hmm. though there's difficulty, though there's tumult in the world around us, God is still good. God is still in control. Mm-hmm. God actually provides even refreshment. The, the psalm talks about the, the river of God that runs through the city. And um, so Joel sort of uh, helped us to, to, to focus on um, God's power and his presence and his purpose. Uh, through all these things, actually, God is, uh, as I say, a sovereign God, a God mm-hmm. who is in control, but also offers uh, refreshment to us. We can uh, enjoy uh, his, a relationship with him, a filling of, of the spirit, uh, the encouragement of his promises. We mm-hmm. actually we know where world history is, is going. That doesn't mean it's easy and straightforward and there's not stresses in it, but actually God is the God who rules, that he's bringing history to a certain point. Jesus will come again. Mm-hmm. There'll be a new heavens and earth. And and so that is that perspective is what God invites us into, and that helps us. All those things, his presence and the fact that we know where history is going can be a source of comfort to us, even if we are in the real throes of difficulty because of the political uncertainty and what's happening in our nation right now. That was really good. Thank you very much. Um, by the way, if you have any questions, um, please send them in. I've got the Instagram here oh, so yeah, I can check them out. Or you guys in the room, it's like question time here. Mm. Um, if you have any questions, just shout them out. Um, obviously, there's been further um, developments with Brexit this week. We don't even know. Mm. Like It probably might happen at the end of January. Um, so there is more confusion. There's more delay and there's more frustration towards um, the MPs and our government. Um, but how do we respond to them as Christians? Yeah, I, I, th- I think with the, the further delay and the further uncertainty that we've seen this week you know even since sunday it's, it's changed and we, we we scheduled this this message to to yeah. be just before the 31st i think at the same time acknowledging will we leave won't we leave mm-hmm. well at least you know we'll, we will definitely will be talking about this topic mm-hmm. and our, our nation will be uh, whatever but um i think with the uncertainty and with the real difficulty that people are facing there is a temptation and we're seeing it on our tv screens and uh, and is a frustration and anger even towards those who are in 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 power mps and that sort of thing and i think it's easy to get swept up in that whichever side of the debate we we find ourselves on or even if we're kind of neutral but we just want things to to, to move on mm. And I think as Christians, it's important that we navigate that well and we don't yeah. unthinkingly just, it, it's very easy to adopt the, the attitude towards those in, in authority in our country. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Joel mentioned on Sunday about the level of distrust, this, you know, mm-hmm. 70% think that our politicians are dishonest. And the Bible says something interesting about this in that it, it encourages us and even commands us to be obedient and to be respectful and to be honoring to those in authority. Not saying that they necessarily deserve it. And I think as Christians, we can sometimes think, well, I'll, I'll, I'll pray for my leaders and I'll celebrate uh, those in, uh, in authority and speak well of them when I agree with them or I think they're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but actually, the Bible does, doesn't quite call us to that. It calls us to honoring and be respectful uh, to our leaders because they are leaders, not because of what they do or don't do. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, we you know, we've even seen uh, this week there, there are... 
in one sense, plenty of reasons that our MPs give us not to trust them. When we see some of their behaviour, not all of them, it's easy to just see the ones that, that, that make the headlines and think that sums up all MPs, which is incredibly unfair. Um, but it's easy, there's a sort of, um, I guess, um, that sort of, have I got news for you tone, uh, which is which is mo to mock our leaders. And it, it's, it's very, something that's very easy to do, and sometimes our leaders make it easy to do. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but that doesn't mean that we should do that. And actually, it dishonors God, because God, to God, authority is not a bad word. And we can easily get into this, well, there's an authority. Of course we mock them. Of course we undermine them because, you know, we don't like authority. Mm -hmm. um, but God says authority is something good and, and our leaders are there to bless us. And actually, even if they don't um, uh, do things that we agree with, it still honors God to honor them. Mm. And that is difficult mm -hmm. and it's countercultural. Mm -hmm. But it is something that, 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 God, that God calls us, that, yeah, that he calls us to. That's really good. Yeah. Um, so we need to trust God in this time. Um, I think there's so much change. And um, I think, that, yeah, the best way to do it is to trust God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but how do, we, how do we do that practically? Mm -hmm. What does that mm -hmm. look like? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, you know, it's where, as you, we say, eight, eight weeks into this series, really. And it's not a surprise that, okay, this problem of anxiety manifesting in different ways. What's the response to that? Well, it's about trusting God. It's about relationship with mm -hmm. God. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, it's it's important to also what does that look like practically? Because mm. I think maybe one of the temptations is to think, well, everything's kicking off in Westminster, and uh, who knows what's going to happen. So let's just get together and sing some worship songs and just ignore what's going on. And that can be a, that can be a real temptation. And in one sense, we should celebrate God in the in the mm. uncertain times as as well as the more settled times. Um, but also, I think it's it's godly and it's being obedient to God's word to to be wise in this time. Like, you know, the the economy is is an is uncertain place right now. People's uh, job security mm. uh, there's real threat to that by what might happen in the next couple of years. God's called us to be good stewards of the resources that He's given to us, mm. and right the way through the Bible, not least in the Proverbs, wisdom is commended. You know, sometimes people think, oh, the Bible, it's, it's a spiritual book and, you know, it's, it's just about spiritual things as, as if that was something that's against being intelligent and smart. Mm. No, actually, again and again, the, the Bible commends wisdom. We should yeah. be wise. If the, the times are uncertain, economically speaking, it's good to save. It's good to be financially savvy. It's mm -hmm. good to be, uh, and that's not a lack of faith. That's that's wisdom. And you know, you think of even in, in the Old Testament examples of that. Joseph, uh, God raised up uh, Joseph to lead um, uh, Egypt and be the prime minister there. And they they were a nation that flourished in the midst of famine. Mm -hmm. And God actually gave. Uh, him insight to what was going to happen and so he was wise so he did made mm. practical steps so that he could and their nation even could be a blessing to others even when things are wrong and I think that's how a Christian can anticipate this as much so for some it's not as possible as for others mm. but we if we are who knows what's going to happen but if we're headed uh, into um, a time in our nation that there's going to be more poverty more unemployment that sort of thing we as individuals and we as a church, we want to be a blessing to be. We want to continue mm -hmm. to be a blessing. And there's going to be more opportunity to help those in need and help those in poverty in the future. Mm -hmm. So let's be wise about our resources now so that we can do and we can be yeah. that sort of blessing uh, to them. You know, we, we can't 
we can't be a, a financial blessing to others um, if if we don't have the resources to do if we're unwise with money now or frivolous with money or just not caring and, and calling that faith we we can't help those in the future so yeah that that's 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 one thing to do in terms of the, the financial thing and we've got like the thrive money course as well yeah too. we're doing that so yeah we're doing that right now so we this 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 term we've um uh, launched what we call thrive money which yeah. is exactly about that how can we be good stewards of what god has given us mm. the bible calls us when it comes to money the bible calls us to be generous mm-hmm. and to be good stewards and actually when we are good stewards it enables us to be more generous and so mm-hmm. those two things can feed together sometimes when we talk about money we can just oh, just be be you know what it looks like to have faith is just be extravagant right. extravagantly generous and and that's part of it but there's also the first thing that that, that god gives adam and eve to do is be in the garden and cultivate the garden you mm. know and cause it to flourish cause it to grow uh, it's like he's saying here's some wealth the natural result, manage that wealth you know mm. that's that's the the first call on on, on humanity in, in regards to the earth so so yeah, that that's really important and something we can easily miss and th- and just think, oh, you know, we'll just we'll just sit tight and see what happens. Mm-hmm. No, we can be proactive in this time as well. That's good. Um, and I think I think the other the other thing as well, as we're saying every week really, but with this anxiety series, um, cultivating the relationship with with God. Yeah. You know, and I think sometimes um, these things when there is big uncertainty they can hit us strongly and that reveals that actually our hope was in things going well for us we had real hope in the fact that we have a job and when that becomes uncertain then we think oh no my life's falling apart Mm. well actually for the christian point of view my life was held by god in the first place and and we Mm. see our employment we see the homes that we live in as blessings from god and we're we're thankful to god for them and cultivating that thanks i thank a thankful attitude mm. is is a way to navigate this as, as well and because otherwise if we're not thankful for what we already have we'll of course we'll be wor- we'll be constantly worrying about what we don't have or what we might not yeah. have uh, in the future and cultivating that dependence on god gratefulness to god i mean i i've, I've found it in, in my life is this is financial challenges there's, there's things in life that don't go the way you want to go and you think oh it's easy to get frustrated about that it's easy to worry about that oh no wait God has provided me for me thus far, mm. and He promises to do that. And I need to keep coming back because I'm forgetful. I'm, we're forgetful of the, the good things that God has given us, and coming back to that and cultivating that relationship mm. is important for all of us, including yeah. including church pastors. Yeah, He's always going to provide fish and chips. It's good. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so um, obviously, this. 31st of October is no longer Brexit day, but it is Halloween. Mm. Um, so, yeah, Halloween is obviously a topic um, that we, we don't really speak about, really, do we? Do we speak about it? Not often in church, no, but I think what is, it seems to me, and probably I'm sure other people think that as well, that is more and more a, a part of our society. You can't go into a supermarket right now with being yeah. bombarded with Halloween stuff. And, mm. and a huge amount of that is obviously just marketing and that sort of thing and latching on to, mm. to an idea. But I think, um, you know, I think for, for a Christian, it's more, it's more in our face than ever before. And mm. I think it's provoking us, okay, how do I respond to this? And I think, mm. I guess, simply... A simple analysis of it is like, well, Christians, we love Jesus and we love the light and we love what is good. And Halloween seems to be a celebration of things that are dark. And maybe it's not too seriously serious, but still sort of 
you know horror films and things that are dark and spooky and that sort of thing um, and it's easy to, well that's got nothing to do we, we shouldn't want anything mm-hmm. to do with it uh, and so one uh, way of responding to Halloween as Christian is just to try and avoid it as much as possible and just say well that's an aspect of society we, I don't want to celebrate I don't want to get involved in um, and that's that's a way to handle it and probably for myself and for many years that has been the way I've done it and I think it's it's is that's that approach is good, um, but is increasingly difficult to do, and especially when you have kids. Yeah, I was going to ask uh, you because as as a parent, um, and you 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 know even my mm-hmm. kid is in nursery and they're doing Halloween stuff this week, and mm-hmm. if you're in uh, schools and they'll do Halloween things, and there's a pressure to uh, for older children to go to parties or go right. to that sort of things, yeah. and you're thinking, okay, how how do I navigate that as as a Christian? Because on one hand, it's like well, it's it's sort of harmless it's just kids dressing up and having a bit of fun but it's also a sort of dark undertone i mean i I was in co-op yesterday and just having the sort of blood spattered (laughs) stuff on the floor and this is like this has gone quite far here and it does i don't like it but it but it but it's happening Mm. and we want to be christians that are not just have that bunker mentality of like well push the world away and we'll just do our do our own thing we want to engage Mm. with people and engage with them um, and uh, engage in a conversation uh, okay um but yeah how do you how do you navigate that so i mean the the simple answer is we've put a few resources on our website uh, to help people uh, think about it and um to explain a little bit more there's there's a there's a video there uh, by a good friend glenn scrivener he's spoken many times uh, here at emmanuel and uh, that that talk that talks about it and gives a little bit about the the background of it and uh, there's di- sort of different articles there about Okay, what what should we do? Should we shut the door on it, or should we uh, engage with with our friends and family on on our street? Because it's a, it's a great opportunity to do that. It's, it is a time in some cases when communities you get to know your neighbours, and that's yeah. a great thing. And and you want to be a, a friend to people, and you don't want to be uh, completely away from people. Taking opportunities to get to know your neighbours is is a good thing, yeah. and we want to, we. And you know we want to share the light of Jesus with them. Of course mm-hmm. we do, but building that relationship is, is important too, and can be a, and can be a bridge to that as well. And just showing love to people and not uh, pushing people away mm-hmm. is something that is is part of what it means to be a Christian uh, as well. So where have we got to? It's, <laughs> it's a difficult one. It's a difficult one to uh, navigate. Yeah. And um, but we want to sort of start that conversation. I think not talking about it mm-hmm. is, 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 is not that helpful. And there's actually can be great opportunities uh, for people to, to, yeah, get to know their neighbours um, yeah, th- through it as well. So have a look at the resources yeah, on the website. Good. Thank you. Um, right, I, th- we're, I think we're coming up to the end. But we... Um, we have four more weeks left yeah, of so, yeah. uh, this series before we hit Christmas. Wow! Um, and this week is on depression. I think the following is the following week the gift day. Uh, yes, that's right. Yeah, we're talking about money. So yeah, tell us a bit about um, what's coming up. Yeah. So, uh, de- in this series on anxiety and mental health, so depression is uh, the top. Um, um, uh, reported mental health uh, uh, problem Mm -hmm. okay so this is this is the the, the thing that's affecting most uh, people if they have a mental health uh, issue and so um, it's 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 really important that that we talk about it Mm. Um, and the, the the prevalence of it is is increasing all the time which is really something that 
you could say in one sense is surprising when we in our society have um, more access to opportunities and knowledge and um, you know technological advance that has benefited our lives so much but yet we're seeing increasingly dissatisfaction with life and, mm-hmm. and there are many different reasons for that and it's a very complicated um, uh, thing that's going on and I'm sure part of it is depression has always been a problem and it's just now being more diagnosed yeah. which is a good thing um, and so that is, that is probably I'm sure is a factor in the in the stats about it um, but yeah so we'll be un- unpacking that on, on, on Sunday coming and um yeah it's it's we'll be we'll be looking at how how do we find how how do we find hope mm. um there there are different experiences when it comes to depression for some people it'll just it will be uh feeling low going through a dark season for some people depression will mean they can't get out of bed for a long period of time and that's that's real and mm. and how how do those people connect with god and what can we do if this is something that's really prevalent in our society then if we're not suffering from it right now we will know someone who is mm. someone that we work with someone in our family and how do we um get alongside people encourage um point them to jesus but not use jesus as, as a stick to beat people with mm-hmm. is it, it can you know yeah i just believe this and that's sort what of thing we want to want to help and get alongside and and that and that's what god does the Mm. to us he, he comes into our darkness he leads us through he is with us in it and so all those things will be um, unpacking on sunday sounds like it'll be a great message thank you um i think that's all we've got time for today so mm. um yeah thank you very much for tuning in and we'll see you next week see you soon.